Welcome to the Whistleway Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with EXP Realty out of San Diego. And I'm Brian Kochi, Media and Marketing Director with the Whistle Realty Group. So the way that we like to run this show is to answer the questions that you have for us. The way that we do that is that we answer the questions that are asked in our Facebook group, The Whistle Way. If you want to join the Facebook group, go to thewhistleway.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast, our YouTube channel, and find out about upcoming events that we have going on, like our Media Mayor Mastermind event, which is going to have an online version coming out, Brian. It is, and by the time this drops, there should be the option to sign up for one. Yeah. So MediaMayorMastermind.com, if the uh, if it's available for sign up, that website will go there. If not, it'll give you the link for the interest list. Yeah, so regardless, just go to media uh, to thewhistleway.com and there'll be a interest list sign up for our next Media Mayor Mastermind. We are going to run an eight-week event that's going to start on June the 1st, and we're going to do an eight-week online version, and then we're planning out our next live event. Our t- next two live events. Yeah, so we're going to do one in San Diego toward the end of the year, and we're going to do one on the East Coast, potentially. Potentially. Yes. So Before anyways. you have your baby. Yes. You got a baby on the way. Yeah. One before and one after. Ah. (laughs) So we love to give you guys the tools and the techniques that you need to go out and crush it in your business. Brian, what question are we going to answer today to help everybody out? Yeah. So this question um, came from a buddy of mine, Walter. Let me make sure I get it right. Susevich. Walter Susevich. He signed up. He is transitioning into a full-time real estate agent. Um coming from, I believe, the insurance industry and has been watching a lot of the stuff, asking a ton of great questions. And so this came from him, one of his several questions, and I liked all of them. Um, But this one I don't think we've covered before. And he wants uh, the blueprint for a solid listing presentation. All right. So so I want to cover everything from not only what's inside of it, but, you know, what the slides are. Or what do you even use slides? Do you use what program do you use to build it? Is it on a computer is it on a printed i want to go the whole the whole way through cool all in 10 minutes yep all right we'll make it happen good um all right so the first thing is once you set a listing appointment it's not over right like you don't just show up to the appointment from that point so it's very important that you have a process that you follow from the time you set the listing appointment to the time that you show up at the listing appointment First and foremost, make a calendar event, put it in your calendar, invite the, the client or clients to the event so that it gets on their calendar. There's nothing worse than somebody forgetting about an appointment. Uh, best way to avoid that from happening is to send calendar invites. Another thing that we do is we essentially send a little appointment confirmation email that goes out to them and just says, hey, we're really excited to meet with you. Here's the date, here's the time. Click here to confirm your appointment. When they click here, What that does is it uh, drives them over to our website where we have a video full of testimonials. Um, Something that I've learned over the years is that it's a lot better if you have other people talk about how great you are as opposed to you talking about how great you are. So we put a little video together um, that we compiled while doing our client uh, appreciation events or what we like to call our friends and family events. So we've interviewed a ton of past clients over the years and we just put a bunch of those uh, interviews together and made a really nice video. So those people talk us up. So it's a beautiful thing because now they just set an appointment with you and now they get to hear all these amazing things about you from your clients, uh, which is a great thing. And then the next component to that is that page that we drive them to. Not only does it have this cool video on it, but it also has retargeting pixels on it. 
So from the time they click that, for the next, what are we doing, 14 days on it? Seven days. Seven days? Okay, so we're running a seven-day retargeting campaign. So once somebody clicks on that, for the next seven days, they're going to get our retargeting ads as frequently as possible as they will allow. So they're gonna start seeing my name and my face every time they go on social media. Um, and the retargeting ads are all about reviews. It's just like, hey, we've got uh, this review on Zillow and this review on Google and this review on Trulia, and it's just all about reviews. So we're just trying to let our track record do the talking, and then by doing it, we're using third-party sources like Yelp, Realtor, Trulia, Zillow, all that, um, and we're letting our clients do the talking for us. So they're the ones who are hyping us up before we walk in the door. So that by the time we do walk in the door, They've seen that video from all of our clients. They've seen our retargeting ads all over the internet from the time that they click that button to the time that we show up at the door. So all of that stuff is just kind of, let's think about cooking terms, it's preheating the oven, right? Like, let, let's get it ready. What's the word they call that when they when we go into and shoot everything East County? It's a uh, mise en place, is that right? I don't know. No, that's not right. It, mise en place? Oh, it is right, hey! It's basically them cutting it all up so that way all they have to do is, oh, now we put in the this, now we put in the this. It's already all cut and ready. There you go. Cool. Yeah, or you could just say preheat the oven and make it easy on yourself, but it's cool. Anyway. You're trying to use fancy words. I like it. Porta cachet. <laughs> Boom, that's another fancy word I learned. Um, okay, so you show up. I know you like to show up a little early, but you get to the door exactly on time. Yeah, I've learned over the years you don't want to show up early to listing appointments. The reason for that is that sellers, despite what you tell them, they feel the need to impress you when you walk into the house. Nine times out of 10, they are frantically cleaning the house in anticipation of your visit, um, of you showing up for that appointment. If you show up early, you're gonna catch them in the middle of being frantic, and that's not the state that you wanna catch somebody in. Uh, so I don't recommend knocking on the door early. I do recommend showing up early though. So I like to show up 10, 15 minutes early you know, allow a little time in case you run into traffic or something, you know, weird happens. But if you get there 15 minutes early, that's great because then I like to go through my package that I'm going to be reviewing with the, the seller and that includes comps. I want to really make sure I know the comps. That's one of the most important things I think when you go into a listing presentation is to know what's for sale in the area, what's in escrow and what's sold recently because I promise you they know. And if they're like, oh, did you see the comp over you know, uh, on Apple Street, you better know. You'd be like, oh, the, the greenhouse over on Apple, the three bedroom that was listed for 650? Like, boom, that's instant credibility. That shows you did your homework. So when I do get to the house a little early, I'll pull my CMA out and I'll review those comps one more time just to make sure they're all super fresh in my head. And it's my goal if I have a 5 p.m. listing appointment that as soon as my watch says 500 on it, I'm knocking on the door because that's now setting the tone for what they can come to expect from you moving forward is punctuality. That you, when you say you're gonna do something, you do it. And you show up right there at the door at five o'clock, I think that's crucial. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to break this into two sections. I think we're gonna have to do prepare for, maybe even three. The second one will be the listing presentation. The third one will be I don't think after we, fact. No, I think we're going to be okay. Okay, yeah. cool. We're like the next five, six minutes, we'll cover the okay. rest of it. But so, I just want to make sure I'm putting a little extra emphasis on mm -hmm. the before because a lot of people don't think about that stuff. They just get so excited they got an appointment. They're like, oh, cool, 5 o'clock on Friday. All right, I'll see you there. And then they just show up at that door on Friday. There's nothing that's happening in between that. So there should be a lot of stuff that happens. There should be thought and, and intention in everything that happens. So you knock on the door. Yep. You're wearing your business casual clothes. You're not wearing a suit. You're not wearing flip-flops. 
Correct. Yeah, I mean, our office, we, we go with the no jeans policy. So we're always wearing at slacks. And then just depending on the weather, really, because in the area we live, it could be 100 plus degrees in the summer. Um, so just depending on the weather, we could be anywhere from a polo shirt up to, you know, a button up shirt and a sport coat, and, cool. you know, depending on the price point and the location. Now, what do you have in your hands? You have, do you have an iPad? Do you have a folder? Do you have a I used computer? to use an iPad, okay. uh, but I have found that an iPad is too small for a lot of people, especially if you're at a, a big table. So I've just gone to my MacBook Pro. I, have the, I bought the bigger 15-inch version of it. So I like going with the laptop versus the iPad. Uh, but I'll tell you this. I rarely actually break out my presentation. So I do have a presentation, but what I've learned is that that doesn't matter. What matters more is that I connect with that seller. And now there's, there's a couple different schools of thought. I know some people who come in and they, they want to avoid the tour of the home. They like to come in and say, hey, I'm going to take a quick tour of the home as though I'm the buyer. So I'm just going to walk around real quick and then we'll sit down and talk. Some people like to go that route and that works for them. What works for me is I want to take the tour of the home. I want to walk around with the seller and I want to build the relationship because I believe it's all about that relationship. If I have the relationship, my marketing doesn't matter. I don't want to make the, the presentation about my marketing versus the other agent's marketing. I want to make it about my relationship with them and then my marketing can just supplement that. But if I don't build the relationship and I base it all upon the marketing, it's whether or not they like my marketing. So I, I do like to take a tour of the home. Like, hey, can you show me around? You get to be the realtor. And we'll tour the house maybe five, 10 minutes. And as we're walking around, I'm looking for key things that I feel like I can connect with them on. And I'm, I'm letting them tell me about the house. And I want to, you know, ask questions and, and get to know them better and, and understand what makes them tick. And we'll ask things like, hey, when you bought this home, what were the things that attracted you to it? Mm -hmm. Like very simple question to ask because those are obviously important things to them. So you wanna make sure that you're, and I do have a, a paper and I'm writing notes while we're walking around because anything they tell me about while we're walking around, whether it's something that attracted them to the home or it's an upgrade that they made, those are important to them. Even if it's the $50 ceiling fan that they put in that adds zero value to the house, that $50 ceiling fan is important to them. It took all day Saturday, it's still wobbly as shit, but hey. But it's important <laughs> to them. So it's important, I like to note that stuff because then when we do sit down and we talk about price and how we're gonna effectively market the home, I'm gonna bring that stuff back, which is gonna accomplish a couple things. One, it's gonna show that I'm listening, and two, it's gonna validate you know, what they fell in love with. It's gonna validate that the money they put into things was a good investment. So I feel that it is important to do that. And again, some people don't, and hey, it works for them. Um, but you just got to go with what works for you. If you would like to just get in and get straight down to business, knock yourself out. Um, but I like having a listing appointment where I, I get a lot of FaceTime with them because what I've learned over the years too is on listings, I don't get a lot of FaceTime with my clients. Beyond that listing appointment, I might only see my client one more time throughout the rest of the transaction. So I want to get as much of a relationship built at that listing appointment as I can. So I'm usually 60 to 90 minutes on a listing appointment. Damn, that was my next question. Um, <laughs> All good. So then... We walk around the house, we tour, they tell me everything that's great about the house. Um, and then we're gonna sit down. And when we sit down, if I haven't already, you know, if they haven't uh, relaxed a little bit, cause sometimes people are a little bit tense. And I'll, one of my favorite questions to ask is, tell me about yourself. It's just the most like, they're expecting you to just get in and go straight into business. Like a 15 year old high school boy, like, 
Don't do that. Just say, hey, tell me about yourself. That with the hand motion. It's just <laughs> watch it on YouTube. You'll see. Yeah. So then it's just tell me about yourself. And then just get them talking, get them comfortable. They relax. Um, and then you you can just really feel like there's, there's a certain feeling you get whether or not you need to go into your, your presentation or not. Uh, I would say that probably 75% of the time, I don't even need the laptop. I don't even bring it out. We're more just talking about the kind of the process. Um, and we're talking about comps, right? Because we do have to talk about comps. That you're going to talk about every single time. Yep. Right. So you, that's talking about pricing. Right. We got to talk yep. about the pricing, and we put together a nice little book with all the comps and all of that for them. So, um, if you're going to do a deck, which I think everybody should have a deck, you might not use the deck every time, but you should have it because you should practice it, and you should practice it. You should role play it. We role play it every single week in our office. Um, the way that we broke our deck down is we took the NAR does not a profile of home buyers and sellers. We take the data that says this is where buyers found the home they ultimately purchased. We just took the top five things that are on that list and attacked it. Number one being internet. Here's what we do to effectively market your home on the internet. Number two, agents. Here's what we effectively do to market your home to agents. Number three, number four, number five. And we just go through those five things, what we do that's unique. We touch on those. And when we finish, say, do you feel confident that this is the right marketing plan to get your home sold? That's essentially the script. Do you feel confident that this is the right marketing plan to get your home sold? Get that yes out of them. Now, great. Let's talk about what we are going to price the home at. I use a lot of we're, right? Like we're a team. It's, it's us. It's not me. It's not you. It's, it's us. It's we. Um, so then, boom, let's talk about what we are going to price the home at. We review the comps. And then uh, most of the time, I'm going straight for an assumptive close. I actually bring a blank calendar with me, and I bring the calendar out, and I literally just start filling in dates. And I just start filling in. All right, so based on our conversation, it sounds like the ideal time for us to put the home on the market. I literally just finished one today. Ideal time is going to be, it sounds like we want to go live at the end of the month, right? Right. Okay, well, what we're going to do, we're going to aim for the 27th. So let's work backwards from there. So if we're going to go live on the 27th, we usually like to have about a week to get the photos and the videos and everything done. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to schedule the photos and videos to happen on the 20th. And I'm literally writing this in the calendar. And I just start writing it all. Okay, and our first open house is going to be, if we go live on the 27th, first open house is going to be on the 30th. And we do those at 10 o'clock. Is that going to work for you? Great. Write that in. Like, I literally just start writing it all on the calendar. All right, does all of this look good to you? Okay, cool. Last thing is we just need to get this agreement signed. We sign the agreement. We're off to the races. At that point, they've already committed to small yeses. Then it's just yeah, one it's more a, step. It's an NLP thing. It's yeah. called yes sets. You just get them to say yes over and over and over again. So, I mean, as you're going through your slide deck, you get them to say, could you see how this would help expose the home to more people? Could you see how this could help show the home in a in the best light possible. Could you see this? Yes, 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 yes. Even if it's just head nods, you get them in the mindset of saying yes, 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 so that when it's time to sign the agreement, it's a very easy thing to just say yes once again. So a couple quick technical stats or technical things. We have ours on PowerPoint, yes? Uh, I've gone to Google Slides now. Okay, Google Slides. How many slides or so do we have? About 20. Okay. Um, and when you do that, you also make sure you save it so it's an, you have an offline, offline version as well. Offline version, yep. yep. Always have a PDF version just as a backup in case you don't have internet connection. 
And I really recommend that you have a printed version as well, just in case your computer takes a shit that day. Because sometimes that, like, I booted my computer up this morning to bang out some work, and then it turned on. It said I had like 20% battery, and then I was working for like two minutes, and it shut off, and then it wouldn't turn back on. It said my battery was dead. That shit happens. Well, what are you gonna do if that happens? You had a listing appointment. You better have a backup. Makes sense. Or you better know your presentation so good because you've role played it so many times that you could do it without actually having the slides. Do you have a whiteboard? I'll draw it out real quick. So uh, this is a picture of our sign. I've actually seen, <laughs> I, no, no joke, there's actually a very reputable agent in San Diego who has like a presentation board, like almost like uh, what you would see back when you did like a science fair project or something. And they have like a board and they bring it out and put it on a little easel and everything. I mean, there's, I mean, there's it's no, different. it's different. If that works for them. Yeah. I mean, they sell a shitload of houses. So I'm not going to knock it. You do what works for you. Absolutely. All right. So hopefully that helps you out. I know that's a little bit rough. If there's additional questions, make sure to comment. Uh, if you're watching it on YouTube, post it in the comments. If you have questions on it, you can always go in our Facebook group and ask the questions on there. The best way to do either of those is just go to thewhistleway.com. You can get connected with our Facebook group, our podcast, our YouTube channel, and again, find out about the upcoming events that we have going on. But before we wrap, Brian, we got to talk about the whistle widget of the week. And what this is is something that Brian or I are utilizing in our business that helps save us time, make us more money, or just help us have more fun. Yes. So what are, what are we talking about today, Brian? So uh, we were working at home for, what, four weeks, six weeks? We're at like nine weeks right now. Well, but So I moved back into the office about two weeks ago. I have my own private office. We can close the door here. Now we're six feet apart. We're doing good. Um, but when I came back, I wanted to make sure I was much more organized. And so as a photographer, I have all sorts of devices that need to be plugged and charged and uh, all, all that sort of stuff. So I realized I had like nine cables all plugged into USB ports and then I'd have to charge them. I have, it was just a mess. So I was looking for a new system and I found this guy. Um, and it is a, it's not really a hub. It's, um, what it is is you plug one part into the USB. It's just a regular USB, was it A connector? A. And then on the other side, it has one, two, three, four, five other connectors. So it has, uh, micro USB, two iPhone cables, and two USB-Cs. So I can plug this into one of my ports and charge up to five things at the same time. So I liked it because it has two USB-Cs. My Rode mics are USB-Cs. I have my iPad, and then I have anything from the drone. Um, the drone controller uses USB-C. A bunch of things use USB, or USB, mini USB, um, which is, it's micro USB. I, don't, I have another cable for mini USB. So anyways, I got a two-pack of these for like 13 bucks. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Good. That one actually functions on like that thing you hang around your neck. I'm going to do it, and you're going to be like, damn, that was so cool. Look at all that engagement you got. You should wear the neck thing. If you guys are missing this, you got to go back to uh, an episode that we shot recently where Brian had some silly contraption that hangs around his neck and then hang a camera from it. So I'm doing baby a, portraits a today. Maybe I'll do that today. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. You should. Cool. All right, uh, the one that I've got for you today, I got nothing visually to show you, uh, but this is something that is a extremely valuable tool for training people. Um, it's also an extremely valuable tool for answering questions, um, and giving people little how-to guides on how to do things. Um, and what I love is this service actually just came out with an app as well. So they already have a killer computer-based program. They also have a Chrome extension. Now they have an app. 
Um, and the service is called Loom, L-O-O-M. Uh, Loom has a free option. They also have uh, very inexpensive paid options. And what this does is it allows you to record your screen and you can have a little bubble with your little face in the bottom corner and you can help explain to people how to do certain things. So for example, we could shoot a video explaining how to log on to the MLS for a brand new agent. And so you could just simply hit the record button and you could say, all right, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go up here and we're gonna click this and we're gonna put in our password and we're gonna click here and we're gonna do this. And you could just make very, very easy videos to help people understand how to do things. And then the best part of Loom, and I think where it's the real game changer, is the second you're done recording, it automatically takes you to a website and says, here's a link to your video. And you just copy, paste that, and you're done. It makes it super, super easy to send these videos. And now they also have Loom on your, on your phone. I know they have it on iPhone. I'm not sure if it's on Android yet. But what's great is your phone has a built-in screen recorder on an iPhone. We all know that. But you can't record any kind of audio. It's only going to record whatever audio is on your screen. With the Loom app, you can actually screen record and turn your microphone on and you can give essentially a voiceover explaining what it is you're doing. So you could say, hey, if you want to build out a graphic in Canva, we're going to go ahead and load the Canva app here and you can actually talk somebody through what you're doing on your phone. Um, so super, super powerful. Again, they have a free version or they have a very, very inexpensive paid version, but Loom, L-O-O-M, that is a game changer. Now, will it also record what's on your screen? So if you you go to a YouTube video, will it record that audio and your microphone, or will it only do the microphone? Don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know everything. I don't know that one. All right, we'll download it and try it and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, hopefully you guys got a lot of value out of the show today. If you want to stay connected with us, go to thewhistleway.com. You can subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, join our Facebook group, and find out about upcoming events like our Media Mayor Mastermind, which we are committed to doing three of these before the end of the year. One of them is going to be virtual while we're all still on quarantine. So we're gonna run it over an eight week time period where you can get all the same content we get at our live event, but at a significantly reduced cost. So stay tuned for details on that. Again, if you wanna get those details, go to thewhistleway.com. Um, and then we're gonna do two live events. So we're looking to do one here in San Diego and potentially one on the East Coast. You always make fun. me know how to make me nervous. And I already, I know, I know my arms. <laughs> I know. You always know how to make me uncomfortable with doing more events than. Yeah. Brian doubles is like the flailing arm guy at the car dealership on the weekend. So every, every weekend see this flailing arm guy. Save that clip. Cause That's I've never Brian. done that. I've never done that. He does that every other week. That's Brian. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you got a lot of value out of the show. We'll see you next week. See you next week.